Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio, the next dimension where you will walk away from each episode feeling closer to your own personal heaven on earth. My name is Amberly Lyons, so follow me and my guests on our spiritual pursuits and learn how our connection to God is creating more abundance, freedom, and purpose in our lives because we believe that life is meant to be opulent, beautiful, and fun. And we also know that it's not always rainbows and butterflies. So we'll be getting real and raw about that side of the journey as well, sharing the lessons and life that have come from the darkness. So let's journey to the kingdom together. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. Today we are chatting about humbling ourselves. Yes, the world has never needed more humbling with Instagram and TikTok and celebrity culture and the media. Everyone is really just out for themselves. And I'm telling you, When you humble yourself, it is better than any seven-step manifestation process out there. When you start living a life that is not just continuously stressing about yourself and you're actually thinking of the bigger picture and other people and yeah, just not being so damn selfish, your life changes. And let me tell you, this may be triggering for some people. You might be listening being like, well, I'm not selfish. And here's the thing. We all are. If you are someone that has anxiety or that is continuously worrying about things, or you're someone who is just super driven and motivated and has a bunch of goals. Like I'm telling you, there is space to humble. There is space to remove yourself from all of these thoughts and to use your thoughts in a way that actually create light in the world. So we're going to be talking about just how to use the holy virtues to become happier. We're going to talk about removing our focus from ourselves and how that really cures anxiety. We're going to be talking about removing our identity from the material world and finding our truth. And I really wanted to talk about this today because I really had a moment of realizing that everything I've worked on in my life up until recently didn't matter. (laughs) And it wasn't in like a self-shaming way. It was in a humbling way. Like I actually chuckled at myself and what's super ironic. And if you are an OG, you know that my whole story with my business has been such a synchronistic wild ride. And I've landed right back where I began eight years ago. And I started my business with a jewelry company. And then I put that aside and started doing spiritual work. And now I'm back to doing jewelry. And what's also super wild is that the jewelry company that I started was called Humble Lifestyle. So we are back to being humbled and coming back to the fucking beginning. Like we are beginning again. And in my old identity as Chakra Girl, and if you're new here, that was the name of my business for eight years. I was helping people balance their chakras. I had this podcast, which is still called Chakra Girl Radio. We might be changing it. And I was a business consultant, essentially, in helping people start their businesses. And I really felt like I was an expert. I was an expert in spirituality, an expert in building businesses, an expert in branding. And now I am so humbled on this new path to be an absolute fucking beginner. 
And I'm a beginner with my new spiritual pursuits in reading the Bible and having a relationship with Jesus. I am such a beginner in that. And going from being an expert to being a beginner is very humbling, let me tell you. But it feels so good to not have that pressure of being this identity and creating this false identity that people expect things from you and you're expected to be the expert. And there's something so freeing about being like, I'm just a beginner (laughs) and I'm okay with that. And guess what? We will always be beginners in some way. And so what I want to talk about as well is in that old identity, it was all about like how much money I was making and, you know, teaching other people how to make money and how much money they were making and the clothes I was buying, the trips I was going on. And of course, like those things are nice to have, but like at the end of the day, what really matters, like when you humble yourself, like before God, that is when magic happens in your life. And let me tell you, Jesus does not care how much money I made. Jesus does not care that I taught other people how to make money. Jesus does not care that I wore nice clothes, wear nice clothes, have designer bags, traveled the world. And again, those things did not fulfill me. So if you're not, if you still want those things, that's fine. You're allowed to want for those things. But if you make those things your entire identity and are continuously stressing out about them, then you've lost the plot. And if you're not really at a point in your life where you're like trying to serve Jesus or like make Jesus happy and proud of you, that's fine. I believe that continuing on your spiritual path eventually like gets you there. But for now, just know that if you're chasing those things, you will never feel fulfilled that actually just reminded me of a moment in iconic housewife history of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the dinner party from hell episode where that psychic tells Kyle that Maurizio will never emotionally fulfill her. And (laughs) hey, guess what? That prophecy is coming true. And uh, (laughs) I'm telling you that chasing that life will not fulfill you if you're doing it from a place of vanity and ego. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it's really like God was redirecting me this whole time. It's like, if you're chasing those things and then you get them and you realize you're not fulfilled, that is literally God redirecting you to find what actually fulfills you, which is being in a relation with God, living your purpose, being in relation with the people in your life. And we'll talk a little bit more about how to find that fulfillment. But first, let me say those again, money's not bad. Nice clothes aren't bad. Designer bags are not bad. And the funny thing is, is that when you live according to God's will for you, when you live according to your purpose, those things arrive in your life. And I don't want to use the word manifest. I mean, I probably will use it a little bit, but like they are given to you, they are provided for you, but do not put your identity in material things. I've done lots of episodes on this podcast on identity, especially because as I had put my identity into being shocker girl and that really like messed with me when I decided to pull back from my business, I didn't know who I was. Like, how crazy is that? It's like, I created this persona and it's not that I was being fake. Like I was really doing what I enjoyed at the time, but it was not who I am at my core. 
And so when I pulled away from that, I was like, who am I? And I went through this crazy ego death. So there's things in our lives that we are mistaking for our identity. And I was actually listening to Girls Gone Bible. Love that podcast. You should definitely listen to it if you are into the Bible. They definitely go deep. They're very, very Christian. I actually really, really, really enjoy listening to it. But they were talking about something that I've often thought about as well is how as women, I know for myself, we often get our identity wrapped up in our looks and our beauty. And then that's all we think about. It's like, oh, if I don't look pretty, I'll disappoint people. I actually like have those thoughts sometimes. Like if I'm going to some kind of event and I'm like, oh, I really don't want to like do my hair and like get done up. I'm like not feeling it. I'm like, oh, but people will be disappointed if I don't look good. Like I actually think that sometimes. (laughs) It's like I have to like be the identity that people expect me to be. So, you know, we really need to like tune into that. And like, even in school, your identity, I know like in high school, my identity was based on like boys and like what boys like me. And that gives me a certain status and all of that. And like that creates so much chaos. If you're, you're literally like living a lie, you're, you're like presenting a lie to the world. And it's not easy like when you're that age to understand even the concept of identity. And so like, it's not your fault. It's not a bad thing. Like we've all gone through that. But now the stripping away of the old and returning to our truth is such a beautiful thing. And I think so many people are going through that in a multitude of ways. Just put your identity in your light. Put your identity in your, that radiance that comes off of you that makes other people happy just by being around you. Put your energy in, you know, God, the Holy Spirit that is within you and fulfilling that purpose that's laid out for you. And you will finally feel like you know who you are. So I'm actually going to read from the Bible. Who am I, you guys? I'm going to read you guys a little passage from the Bible. Okay, so this is from Matthew 6, starting at 25. Okay. So he says, and it's the title of this section is called the cure for anxiety. So it says, therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather in barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them. Aren't you worthy more than they? Can I you add one moment to his life plan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wild flowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't we do much more of you? You of little faith. So don't worry saying, what will I eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all of these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Bam. Okay. 
So I literally think about my food and what I'm going to eat and what my body looks like and what I'm going to wear probably takes up 80% of my thoughts. (laughs) Like just being honest. So when I catch myself, I bring myself back to this remembrance. And what's crazy too, is that I was planning on recording this podcast today about humbling. And of course, when I open my Bible up, I'm reading my Bible in sequence. And this is where I was today. This is the section that I I read today. So I was definitely meant to share this with you. So I want to dig into a little bit. So of course he's saying, don't worry about these things. And then he's also saying, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. So if you start moving towards this concept of heaven on earth, if you start living in this way of living, like following How do you want to say like following what the Bible says, following what God says? If you start being a freaking good person, these things will be provided for you. And we're going to be talking about how to do that as well. So you do not need to worry because everything gets sorted. And you know that when you are walking in faith, that you are saved and you are protected. And that even if something negative happens, it's for the greater good. But you have to always be in this state of, of worship, of living with God and all the things. So, and that might look different for you. Again, you might be more into the new age spirituality. You might be talking to God in a different way. I believe that eventually you will end up picking up that Bible, but everything is leading you to that. So, uh, yeah. Oh, PS, I found a really good Bible. It's the CSB. She reads truth Bible by Rachel Myers. It's amazing. Um, and also like, how perfect was that? You can't tell me Jesus didn't send me that to share with you today. I'm not here to convince anyone of anything, (laughs) but like, if I told you the miracles I've already experienced when I first started going hard on Jesus in the Bible, maybe six months ago, maybe a little bit more. The first thing I heard God say to me when in my conversations with God was seek the kingdom first. And actually even started like sharing that in the coaching work that I was doing and and helping people. Um, and I didn't fully know where in the Bible it came from. And now, you know, now I know. So sometimes it takes the ego to decide to turn to something. Like if you knew that turning to God was more powerful than manifestation and tapping in human design and astrology, would you do it? (laughs) Like, and in doing so, you're going to realize that all the material things you came to, all the material things that you've wanted, like they never actually mattered once, once you get them and that you're going to like dedicate your life to Jesus. And then you're going to get all the things you want, but you won't like, you'll realize that, you know, they'll just be like bonuses. Like you're just be so happy and feel so good that they don't matter. And you won't be like obsessing over them and driving yourself crazy over them and feeling like you're less than and feeling lack and feeling like not good enough and comparing yourself to other people. It's like, that's so selfish. Like if you think about it, like how, like who do we think we are that we care so much what we're wearing and what we look like. No one cares. So like, who do we think we are? Literally. So I wanted to reiterate again, like 
it doesn't make you a bad person if you want your body to look good and you want to eat healthy food and you want to plan your fall wardrobe and all those things. But I feel like if you're looking at it from the perspective of, I want to shine my light as bright as possible for other people. I know that when I look and feel my best, I can show up and live my purpose. And we do know that, you know, when you're like slumping in sweatpants day after day, like you're not going to feel inspired to go and, you know, live your purpose. And who's going to listen to you anyways, if you like look and feel like shit. So imagine if we cared about the spirit more than the flesh, you guys. Imagine if we cared about our character and our kindness more than how we looked. How we look is superficial. But when you are in this like deep relation with yourself and deep relation with God and you're on this path that was created for you, you will just be hotter. You will be more radiant. You will be magnetic. And that's what God wants for you because God wants people to be magnetized to you and, you know, connect to your Holy spirit. And through osmosis, they elevate too. So we're going to do a separate episode on purpose. Cause that's like a whole other thing, but yes, living in God's purpose for you will make you hotter and richer. And I'm still figuring mine out. You guys, I know that sharing this with you today is part of my purpose. I know that prism is part of my purpose. And yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly what it's all going to look like and that's okay. I just like trust that it's working out. So I, that's what I want you guys to listen to today. It's like, what if it didn't have to be all figured out right now? Anyways, we'll talk more about purpose at a later time. I want to talk more about, okay, so if I'm going to stop worrying about what I look like all the time and how much, how successful I am and how cool I sound at a party talking about what my job is or my business is, then what should we focus on? And again, living your life in this way is way more powerful than any seven step manifestation. I'm saying seven step manifestation process. Like there's more that like, there's so many just dumb things out there that tell you how to get whatever you want. Listen, I thought I had it all figured out many times, but if you're an asshole, manifestation isn't going to work. And if it does work, you'll still be miserable. That is the truth. So I want to talk about the virtues. So these are in the Bible. Some people say there's seven. Some people say there's 12. I like just, I'm going to share all 12 really briefly, but these are the things that we should be focusing on. So number one is charity or love. So just showing love towards your fellow man, like really like doing good for other people without the thought of getting anything in return. And I think we focus so much on, you know what I can't with is those videos of like giving a homeless person money and videoing it and then putting it on Instagram. Like, can you not like that is so that is not the vibe. (laughs) Do good things for people in a way that gives nothing back to you other than the joy of charity. So another virtue is joy. So I think of it being not, I feel like bliss and joy are different. Like joy is kind of like this groundedness knowing that the negative things 
are going on in the world that can affect you that like you're like untouchable and unshakable and then peace is another virtue so again like not having a million things going through your head having that trust and faith the next is patience which is one that I'm always working on and I am getting good at it you guys I think the antithesis of patience is control and I am someone who in the past has really tried to control everything and I've really surrendered so much since going on this path with God and the puzzle pieces fall into place better than you can imagine (laughs) trust me if you're not forcing everything the next one is, I don't even know how to say this, but it means kindness, benignity, 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 probably benign. I don't know, whatever. Kindness. Yeah, I mean, that's self-explanatory. Goodness, which is the avoidance of evil, even at the expense of one's earthly fame and fortune. So, I mean, we know who's not practicing goodness and it's Hollywood, you guys. Long, long anonymity, long, long anonymity. <laughs> can't say it. Longanimity or long suffering. Longanimity. Oh my God. I can't say it. (laughs) I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to call it long suffering is patience under provocation. So if you are being provoked, it's like being able to endure the quiet attacks of others. So, I mean, we're being quietly attacked by a lot of things. the government, the food system, but we can endure that and, you know, not lose our shit. The other one is, um, mind mildness or gentleness to be mild in behavior, be forgiving rather than angry, gracious rather than vengeful, not insisting on having your way. This is something I really want to work on this, like mildness or gentleness. I I can be a little abrasive, believe it or not. So that's something I really want to work on. Just being more delicate and gentle. Faith is another one. So yeah, I mean, this is such a big one. I feel like faith and patience really go hand in hand. If you can be in faith, then you can be patient modesty, which is humbling yourself, acknowledging that anything in your life that, you know, your success, your achievements, your talents are not truly of your own, but they are gifts from God and bringing yourself from pride to gratitude, which is something I have spoken about so much on the podcast as well. Not an expert in it, you guys, but trying to get there continence, which is self-control. And it doesn't mean denying yourself of your needs or even like what you want, but it's exercising moderation. This is something that I'm starting to get much better at. I, uh, yeah, (laughs) I feel like the opposite of this is like gluttony. And like, yeah, like this is really that willpower and that mindfulness and attentiveness and not binging, like whether you're binging on a TV show or food or shopping or your phone, like being on your phone nonstop, like 
really being able to not give in to those temptations. And the next one is chastity, which is the submission of physical desire. So, and yeah, basically like indulging your physical desires only with the appropriate contexts. So engaging in sexual activity only within marriage. I mean, let's be real. That was not my journey, but I mean, yeah, to each their own. <laughs> but I feel like continence and chastity go hand in hand. Like having that ability to not give in to urges. And especially in like this world of like porn culture, I've never, I'm like, I'm lucky that that's not, porn has not been my journey, but people really get addicted to that. And it like, I can't feel good like that. It's got to like really deplete you. So yeah, just really being honest with yourself about that. So those are the virtues, you guys. That's how you live a great life. And like, if we want to go think of this from like a new age spirituality perspective, it's like, that's how you create a high vibration and manifest high vibrational reality. And from like a biblical perspective, it's like, that is how we serve God. That is how we live in God's will. And then God is like, here, honey, you can have whatever you want. And your life just becomes what it is meant to be. So that is what we need to do. That is how we need to humble ourselves and actually be happy. I'm like, do I like change my podcast name back to humble life? So I really want to change the podcast name. You guys, I mean, shocker girl's gone. She gone. I don't know. I need to look into how I would change this, but if you are here for the new age spirituality and you're just not getting it anymore, I'm sorry. I might dive into it a little bit here and there and like give the comparisons. But here's the thing. This is where I'm at right now. And this is, I've always just want to keep things real with you guys. So this is, you know, I'll be really talking more about kind of the biblical end of spirituality and, you know, Jesus is King, you guys. But yeah, that's where we're at. And we need to humble ourselves. We need to just really find those virtues and live by them and be in that state of, of worship and bliss and happiness and just activate the Holy Spirit within you guys. So yay, I am excited for you guys. I hope you took a lot away from this. I want to know where you guys are at on your journey. DM me. I want to know if this was all new to you or if you're like, if you have anything to share with me, like I said, I'm a beginner in this. Share with me any knowledge that you have, but be humble about it. Okay. That's another thing I wanted to share. That is another thing I wanted to share. I feel like the reason I've been like a lot quieter on social media is like, we do not need to be sharing everything. And I'm actually going to go back to the Bible right now. I want to read something else from Matthew six, because I feel like this fits. So in Matthew six, under how to give, it says, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. And then under the how to pray section, which is Matthew six, 
6, it says, but when you pray, go into your private room, shut the door and pray to your father who is, who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. When we like dive into like really sharing this stuff from a place of wanting the attention, being seen as the expert, it's like, you're not Jesus. (laughs) Like you're not. So this is just like another way of humbling ourselves. I feel like in the spirituality world, we go out there and we like in new age spirituality, there's a lot of like preachiness of ideas that don't belong to you. And that's fine. I did it. Those ideas belong to everyone. But I just feel like this is something different where it's like, if you're going out there and preaching these concepts and you're not giving Jesus credit, (laughs) then, then it's not, that's not right. So yeah, I just had to throw that little tidbit in there for all y'all. All right, you guys love you. Mean it would love to know how you felt about all of this. And yeah, I mean, maybe we'll catch you next week. Maybe we won't. I'm really only dropping podcasts when I'm inspired to share with you guys. Again, this is me being patient. Usually I'd be like, I need a topic every week and I need to do this and I need to share. And like, I would come up with a topic, but no, I'm like, I am sharing when I'm being told to share and that's that. And maybe it will become a little bit more streamlined. Who knows? Maybe it won't. Anyways, love you. Bye guys.